Good morning, family. I'm on vacation this week, but my friend Lucas Presta is going to speak to us today. Lucas serves the Latino Church of the Nazarene in Annapolis, Maryland. He is a bright and articulate young man who always has something good to say. This morning, he talks to us about the importance of maintaining our faith in God. Listen to Lucas as he speaks today. Hi, my name is Pastor Lucas Presta. I'm associate pastor at the Annapolis Latino Church of the Nazarene, and I'm really excited to be able to share this uh, words with everyone at the Newark First Church of the Nazarene. Uh, today's uh, word will come from the book of Exodus. I'm going to be sharing two uh, scriptures with you. Uh, and they can be found in uh, Exodus chapter 14, verse 31. And I'll read the first one. And it says that Israel saw the great power that God, uh, the Lord, used against the Egyptians. So the people feared the Lord and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. And then the second reading is also from Exodus in chapter 17, uh, verses 2 to 4. And it says, Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirst there for water. And the people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us? and our children and our livestock with thirst. So Moses cried to the Lord, what should I do with these people? They are almost ready to stone me. So what a contrast um, between the two readings, uh, between the two passages. The first one tells us about the people and how they acknowledge the power of God, uh, how they express their faith in Him. And uh, the second reading, however, uh, we find the, the same people quarreling, um, complaining against Moses and God. Um, so we, we see a lack of faith in, in the second passage. Uh, between Exodus chapter 14 and chapter 17, we see quite uh, a, a difference. And today I want to talk to you about our faith in God. And I don't just mean our faith in God um, as in our faith uh, toward salvation, but our faith in, in who God is. Who do we believe that God is? What do we believe about God? Is he a, is he a good God? Is he a God that is good to us? Um, is he a generous God? Is he a faithful God? Um, does he keep his promises? Is he a promise keeper? Is he a God that never fails us? So what do we believe about God? And, and I believe that in our walk with Christ, many of us um, experience both ends of this uh, spectrum. Uh, many of us have found ourselves in the same state that the Israelites uh, were, the, you know, regarding the, the two passages that I read. Um, I believe that like the Israelites, I think that um, this has a lot to do with the circumstances that we face in, in our everyday life. It can take us from one end of the spectrum to, to the other. Um, and, and there's no question in my mind right now that we are living during difficult times. 
2020 has been an eventful year so far and, and, and it's unbelievable to think so much has happened in the world and our nation and we're only halfway through. We, we still have months away before this year is over but it feels like it's been a lot. Um, we, we have been hit hard by, by COVID-19. Uh, many people uh, have lost their jobs. Uh, many many people are unemployed uh, right now um, our nation is, is seeing the greatest unemployment rate since the Great Depression uh, even people who who still kept their jobs you know we, we hear that although they're employed their hours are being reduced uh, their benefits are being cut um, this is leading to a lot of stress we, we are finding people that are sick some that are worried about getting sick some are worried about um, getting other people sick last week at my job we had a mental health counselor visit us at our, at our team uh, meeting and and they talked to us about the importance of of keeping a healthy state of mind and and they mentioned that uh in the last two months the calls about mental health issues at work had uh, skyrocketed and so clearly we're seeing that a lot of people are being uh, affected by uh, what's going on in the world today. Uh, everything that we're that we're dealing um, in, in in the world and in this nation, uh, and that's kind of what what I wanted to to talk about today. Um, I want to talk about how we deal with these difficulties, how we react when we go through these trials. Um, you know, this time last year, we could say that things were better than they are today. Uh, last year, around this time, uh, things were very different. We were enjoying, um, you know, certain freedoms that we don't have today. Uh, we were um, the country, the nation's economy was was booming, and everything was going great. We had the lowest unemployment rate in in, uh, in America. And things were going great, and, and 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 things were fine, and we praise God, right? Um, and and when things are well, we love going to church, we love congregating, we love fellowship, we love praising God. Um, you know, our faith is at an all-time high when things are going well. However. Um, what happens when things change? What happens when we are, are faced with, with challenges? And that is what, what I want to rescue, what I want to take away from these scriptures today. And I know many of you are familiar with the story uh, of the Exodus, uh, but just to give you a, a little bit of a background, the Israelites, as many of you know, were in, enslaved for 400 years in, in the land of Egypt. And God God raises a leader, Moses, to, to set them free. And, and although it may seem like Moses comes at the um, worst time, you know, when you think about it, um, they were in slavery. Uh, children that were being born were being murdered. They were drowned in the river. This is not the, uh, the scenario that most parents think about when they think, let's bring a new life uh, to this world. Um, they knew that if, if even if this kid survived, um, Death uh, by 
by being thrown to the river, they knew that the outcome, the destiny, was still going to be oppression and slavery. So although it's not, the time is not, it doesn't seem like it would be ideal for uh, a new leader to come to the world, it is the ideal time. You know, we see that God picks it just in time um, because right when we are facing our most difficult challenges, right when when things are going, um, you know, when things are not going great, that is when leaders need to step up. That is when we are called. That is when God brings us into action to, to bring hope, to bring salvation, to be light in the middle of the darkness. And that's what Moses does. He comes and, and God works through him and, and, and the people are set free, um, from bondage, from slavery and, and Egypt. So after, um, seeing all the great wonders of God. Um, that is when we arrive to this first passage that we read because the people had experienced the power of God. Uh, they had seen the, te the ten plagues in Egypt. They have seen how God defeated the Egypt Egyptian gods um, in Egypt. They experienced his providence uh, while Egypt was being destroyed socially, economically, and in every other way. Um, the people of God were preserved. They, they were protected in the land of Goshen. Um, and, and, and when they cross the Red Sea, God splits the sea, they cross the Red Sea, and Pharaoh and his chariots and his horses, um, they all end up drowning in the Red Sea. God delivers them one more time. And that is where we arrive to Exodus chapter 14, uh, because the people have just now crossed over. They have seen all the great wonders and the great power of the love of the Lord. And they say, you know, uh, saw that, that they saw the great power and, and that they believed in the Lord and his servant Moses. And later on, when you look at chapter 15, you see that the people were worshiping God. They were praising God. They created a song for him and they praised them. And that's usually how things go. When things go great, uh, we praise the Lord. And, and, but, but what do we do when things don't go as expected, when things take a sudden turn? So how long does our praise last? And, and in here, in these, um, the Israelites, we see that it didn't last too long. It lasted about, uh, three days, a couple days when Moses led the people through the wilderness and they arrived at Marah. The people became thirsty but could not drink the water because the water was bitter. And chapter 15, verse 24 says that the people grumbled against Moses and, and they said, what should we drink? And the, so it says that the people grumble, they complain. So three days ago, they were praising God. They were, uh, they were astonished at his power and his might. And they were praising him and they believed in him and they believed in their leader. They believed in Moses. Three, but then three days go by and they become thirsty and their faith crumbles. They no longer, they're no longer praising God. They're no longer singing, but now they are questioning, uh, Moses and, and, and God, you know, and saying, what should we drink? You know, so they went from praise to complain. And there are times that we react in the same manner. We praise God one day, but when things change, uh, the moment that things get difficult or they don't go the way we want them to, we kind of turn our back on the Lord and our faith is no longer at an all-time high. 
But Moses in here, he reacted differently. A scripture says that he cried to the Lord and the Lord showed him a log and he threw the log into the water and the water became sweet and they all drank water. So Moses did not lose his faith. When Moses was faced with the same challenge, he cried out to the Lord for help. And why did Moses do that? Uh, I believe that Moses believed that God could do it again. If God, uh, he had seen the power of God, he had seen the wonders of God. So if God was able to deliver them in Egypt and, and even if, uh, a few days ago in the Red Sea, Moses believed that God could do it again. Amen? So his faith was not shaken. Uh, and then in chapter 16, we see that the people are once again not happy. Uh, it says the people of Israel um, were, were missing meat and bread. And they said that, you know, they, they said, uh, would that we had died by the hand of the Lord in the land of Egypt when we sat by the meat pots and ate bread to the full. For you have brought us out to the wilderness to kill the whole assembly by hunger. So the people now desire meat and bread, and instead of asking God, their Savior and their provider for meat and bread, they complained against them, and they wished they were back in Egypt, the same place that oppressed them, and they had them in bondage. They were now wishing they were back in Egypt. And there are times the believers feel this way when things don't go well, when they want, um, you know, when, when things are, are, are not the way that you thought they would be. When we, we come across these difficulties, sometimes our first instinct is to go back, go back to our old lifestyle, go back to the things that kept us, uh, slave, you know, in bondage of sin. Uh, but we must understand and believe that the same God that set us free from the bondage of sin is it's the same God that will set us free from our new problems, from the new challenges that we face every day. If he was able to do it before, he's able to do it today. To set me free, to be my light, to be my God, to be my provider. God provided meat and bread for this people. He didn't forsake them. Right? And then finally, we arrive at the second reading in chapter 17. Um, the people were in uh, Rephidim, and again, there was no water. And, and as I read in, in the beginning, the people got upset. Uh, the people, uh, the people began to complain. It says that they grumbled against Moses and say, why have you brought us here to die? Right? So they're now being faced with the same challenge that they faced a few days ago. They were once again thirsty. It's the same challenge, the same trial, where God had already shown his power. He has shown that he was able to provide for them. And now they're facing the same trial. And even though God had not forsaken them the first time, they now disbelieved in the Lord again. They now um, did not trust the Lord again. Moses once again cried out to the Lord, and the Lord provided water for them again. So over and over again, we see this with the people, with the Israelites, um, that they just lost faith. At, at the time where they felt with, where they were 
faced with challenges, they lost faith. After seeing the wonders of God, after experiencing firsthand His power, His provision, His providence, the people still did not believe in the Lord. The moment they were thirsty or hungry, so in other words, the moment that they went through any kind of difficulty, they forgot about God. You know, the, the praise ceased and they lost faith. They did not believe that the God who was with them in Egypt, the God who opened the Red Sea, the God who had provided for them in the past, would be able to do it again. But we serve a God and we praise God because He is unchanging. We, we serve a God that never changes. He is the same. He was is and will forever be mighty to save. He he will never forsake us. He is our deliverance. He he is the God who fights our battles. The God who fought our battles last year, the God who fought our battles last week is the same God who will be with us and fight our battles today, tomorrow, and next year. Because God never changes. So I encourage you, my, my, my message for you today is to take that, that attitude of Moses and not the people in this case. Moses believed in the Lord. Moses remember what the Lord had done for them. Moses remember every experience that he had with the Lord, every time that the Lord came through for them. Moses remember. And when he was faced with the same challenges that the people did, he didn't give up. He didn't want to go back to Egypt. His faith did not crumble. Instead, he cried to the Lord for help because he believed that if God was able to do it before, he will be able to do it again. So I pray that that is the spirit that you will take the next time you're faced with a challenge. And we are in challenging times. I pray that you believe in the Lord. That you recall that time, the last time, the last several times that God spoke to you, that God worked in your favor, and that you will believe that he will do it again. I'll leave you with this prayer. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for just for you, Father, because you never change. You never forsake us. Your promise is that you will be with us today and forever until the end of time. We believe that you never change. We believe that your power is still mighty until this day, that you are able to set us free of our bondage just like you did in the past. We pray that you will be our light and that you will be our guide during these difficult and challenging times that our nation and the world is going through. We lay ourselves under your feet, God, we ask for your provision. We ask for your protection. We ask for your deliverance for any difficulties we may be going. We believe in you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. It's important to remember the good things that God has done. Let me encourage you to keep your faith. Thanks to my friend Lucas for sharing with us today. Now, receive these words of benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. 
May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you his peace. Amen.